0: yeah so then uh seed skateboards they uh bob was like i'm gonna do i want to turn you and danny pro for seed Hmm. and i was like okay well i won three amateur contests i'm a grown-up now i guess (laughs) i have a real job Hmm. but i'm like okay i'll you know it's cool i'll get a board i'm like 28 (laughs) you know but i'm like all right whatever you know so we we go to that uh contest in california and um so i got first andrew got second and Swaso got third and they flew us all out for the weekend we skated the whole thing andrew went winds up winning the entire thing and then they take him or maybe he got second but they took him too whoever i i, I either won or he got second but they took he won the, the final prize to go to australia yeah and globe paid for everything so, um, that was really cool, but it was really fun with those guys. I mean, like, it was like a weekend worth thing. They flew us out Saturday morning and we flew home Sunday night That's and like, I mean, we're going though. to work like no sleep, Yeah, you know, jet laggage. Yeah. And it's I'm like, like and I'm like, I've always believed like, and I still skate a lot late at night and stuff, but I'll go into work the next day and like, like a zombie, mm-hmm. but I'll never complain. I'll fight through it and just pretend I'm fine and like, won't be grumpy with the kids or the staff. Yeah. And then like you know sometimes i come in and i do you know this i do wednesday skate nights at the skateboard academy Mm -hmm. and it's just like something i always i've been doing for five years now and it's just like because we're just a small operation so like when aj and i both work full-time jobs so like we can't be there all the time so i we do the weekends and then we're you know wednesday night i do that so Mm -hmm. it's like you know skate park like that same thing but we just don't have like We don't have the time or we don't have the right person at this moment to work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. You know, we're not there. So, um, so you know, I do that. And then, you know, it always turns into like everyone leaves at 10 and then we wind up skating and it's midnight before I know it. And then I get home and it's 1 a.m., 2 a.m. And I got to be at work. And the school I work at, it's always Thursday morning meetings (laughs) (laughs) to let us know what's going on. And then I'll have like some young staff come into the shop and be like, oh, man, I'm really tired. I stayed up till, like, 11 o'clock watching Stranger Things or something, you know? And I'm like, oh, wow. That's early for me if yeah. I get to go to bed yeah. at 11 o'clock. And I'm like, oh, and they're like, can I sit in your seat? And I'm like, I guess. I'm like, how many kids do you have? None? Oh. Yeah. Why are you oh, so tired? you still live at your parents. Mm. Yeah. Okay. There's no reason All why you right. should be
1: tired. So
0: you're an adult but you're not an adult all right cool all right i'm like i'm not even gonna tell you what i was doing last night but all right <laughs> just feel like batman you know like you yeah. just like skate yeah especially like especially during the summer
1: like if we get a chance to get out yeah obviously it's gonna be at night it's a little bit right. cooler and everything like that even when i was younger working at working doesn't matter really what job uh, i would be installing flooring I'd be going out skating the night before or whatever yeah and then bust my ass installing flooring right and I'd complain a little bit because I didn't want to so be to do so were work.
0: you doing this after working at the skate park or this before yeah it was
1: actually during and after okay yeah I did a, I that's I, all I was, remember
0: is you working at the skate park
1: yeah so as the park was like starting to go under okay um, wasn't working enough yeah like I was living at home yeah. Like, at, at my parents' house, and they are getting sick and yeah. tired of me. So, I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Like, you're stuck with me for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Bruno, I started, uh, me and Bruno, we worked together w- with somebody, a couple different people installing yeah. flooring. He he got me, like, into doing all that stuff. Right. went to the warehouse with him and everything. It was cool at the time. It was like, I
0: mm-hmm.
1: then we would go out and skate, like, right after. Like, we just be, like, literally install, like, Somebody's whole house, full carpet, and just a- after work, it's like, all right, let's get some roe beers and let's go out and skate, whatever. Right. And that's yeah. what we were doing. And I wouldn't go to bed till like one o'clock in the morning, two o'clock in the morning. Wake up at six and get it all, do right. it all over again.
0: Yeah, like zombie. But you're like, dude, I'm gonna be able to skate tonight. Yep. I know it's the skateboard. It's brain. Skate life.
1: Yeah, it's all. Yeah, and like really, I, I've is.
0: just always like figured out how to like, for me, like have like a grown up responsible thing but like like still be able to skate like Mm -hmm. like these people that say like oh you can't skate like nobody can skate every day anyways like physically except maybe jamie foy and ashad but um (laughs) (laughs) you know nobody like when you whenever you talk to people and stuff they're like i don't skate that much like you know you know i just go out like you know a couple days a week and then i go out on the weekend and film something and then it starts all over again you know so I just feel like, I mean, just like anything, you just got to prioritize things. You know what I mean? So, like, for me, like, it's a lot easier for me to go skate at night when my wife and daughter are asleep. Mm -hmm. You know? But I got to get up the next day. I'm not that much of a morning person, but I will, like, if we have swim lessons or we have, you know, we have something planned, I will get up and I will not be a miserable jerk. Yeah, it's prioritizing your time. Right. Because it's not fair to my family. You know what I mean? But I still get to skate a lot. Yeah. You know? I'll be 46 this summer, and I still skate a lot. You know, we just you kill we it just, too. Yeah, we just put out the new Metropia video, like, and uh have a part in there. So it's actually Pretty, good. So yeah. that's a premiere too. Yeah, thanks, man.
1: Yeah, video was actually it was it was short, yeah. but it was like to the point too. It was like,
0: well, I think because of everyone's brains now, because of the phone, yeah, and everything, I feel like there's no point, and especially a smaller brand like us, mm-hmm. like we got to just be short and sweet yeah like <laughs> i actually have eight eight minutes of footage like Damn. that we cut down from the last couple years and then kyle probably has like 10 minutes of footage kyle barton the new our new pro his part was really yes. good too yes and i mean that kid i've known him since he was like 13 or 14 he was like you know just like everybody you know it's like the annoying kid at the skate park and yeah and they're like And then Jim McManaman put him on the Threads and Slides team, him and Ryan Gilbert. He's like, dude, check these guys out. And I just saw their footage. I couldn't see, like, their faces. Mm -hmm. And he's like, they're going to be over at the uh, Nocturnal thing for the Mosaic premiere. And uh, I went over there, and they were both ripping. And, uh, like, Gilbert's doing kick front tail every try on the box. And, like, Kyle's doing, like, freaking tail slide big spin and just all kinds of crazy stuff. And then I see Kyle and I'm like, oh, this kid from the skate park, <laughs> you know? And he used to have this crazy big red afro. Like, he's like, that doesn't
1: even seem like it.
0: I know. It, it, it just, he has a picture in his bedroom. He's like, I was like, your parents let you go out of the house like that? And he's like, I tell him all the time, why did you let me do this to myself? <laughs> and he had like... like the baggiest clothes too. And he was just like, he just looked ridiculous. But dude, and, that, and now he's like one of my good friends. You know, and uh it's just it's so funny and like yeah. So Jim, thanks to Jim McMenamin. You you discovered those guys um, and hooked him up with the shop. And then uh, then he was getting flow from um, what was it? City skates. Like so it was like the boards, Venture, Hubba Wheels, Street Corner, yeah. Distribution. So it was through the shop. And then he got like Lakai flow from through the shop. And then like he kind of like took a little bit of a break from skating after the shop closed. And then a new shop opened Shelter, and then we skated a lot. And then he kind of like, after that closed, I didn't see him as much. And Gilbert kept skating with me, and we rode for Keystone Skateboards mm-hmm. for a while. And then, uh, I don't know, I think, I feel like I linked up with him again, like in like 20, I feel like 2013, 14, we start skating a lot again. Mm-hmm. And you know, he he came to my wedding, like Bull, all those guys, like and yeah and then we were just skating all the time and then like I was like dude like why don't you just ride for Metropia you know what I mean like you kill it I was like I know the owner yeah you can send me the tape <laughs> <laughs> and, it kind of makes sense yeah at that point totally so you know and he's just been so good for so long and like he has a grown up job he's an IT dude you know but like I just felt like dude like this guy deserves a board with his name on it mm-hmm. you know and uh, he was truly surprised. I really thought somebody was gonna slip up and tell him at the premiere beforehand. We were literally shrink wrapping the boards in the shop like two hours before. I went home and then I came back with my family and he came in the shop in between that window before he went home. So he would have seen us doing it. Ooh. Yeah. So you're kinda lucky. Yeah. So he was truly surprised. We finished and we had planned to say, hey, you're gonna be on the Antics Skate Team, the Mm -hmm. new skate shop in Haddon Heights, New Jersey go check it out and um you know and then like i was like all right and then we'll just like you know we'll give them the boards and like we had a little ice cream cake for him and it was melding and my wife's like hurry up the cake's melding <laughs> you know so we hand him it just says kyle congrats because <laughs> <laughs> it was small cake they couldn't like, fit anything else on congrats it congrats for what right
1: i, I saw his face where like when he saw like his, his when he saw yeah. like his name on the board he was like like, almost in like disbelief. Yeah. Like, shock is like, you know, I mean, you'll you'll see video, like, mean, you probably see videos. Yeah, like he all goes, all the time I don't deserve
0: like, this, but thank you. Yeah. I'm like, dude, like, whatever. That's
1: like the most humblest, like, I know, way of saying, like, thank you. Yeah. It's like, I, I yeah, really Yeah, everyone, don't you need this. to go
0: watch this video part. It's incredible. It is really good. His yeah. last
1: trick, I thought it was sick.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: I, I want to give it away, but I won't because Yeah.
0: <laughs> and, like, so we were filming up until the weekend before, and it was Memorial really? Weekend, and my 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 old friends from Woodward Camp. So like like getting back to like the whole skate. So I worked at Woodward. I worked at YMCA camp for nine summers. I left that. I worked at um, the Plano Camp Eisenbergs, where Kai worked for a little mm-hmm. bit. I worked there. I was a director for a couple summers. And they're, they had a really cool deal. Their contract was like if you work for them, they buy you a plane ticket out, they feed you the whole time and they pay you this amount of money. Yeah. And then a plane ticket wherever, like home. It has to be in the States. Mm-hmm. So I would always get them to fly me to California for skate camp. Mm-hmm. So I only had to buy one plane ticket to come home. Yeah. So it saved me a lot of money. Um, so I, I did that and then finally I bought a house in 2008 and I was like, dude, like I can't afford YMCA because it's YMCA, they want it to be like lower price for the the kids Mm -hmm. but then they can't pay the staff what they deserve yeah so i reached out to woodward and i just was like trying to like figure out something they're like we want to hire you as a director i'm like okay but their camp's so big yeah they have like five directors yeah there was 350 kids the first week i worked there that that summer in 2010 heath kirchard came that summer for alien i'm like i remember seeing on the list i'm like he ain't coming here dude no way and then i see him i'm like and i was like hey uh heath so uh breakfast is over here and this is here and this and that and then uh he's like oh thanks man and then every time he had a question he would come find me and like i was like oh my gosh it's heath kirchard (laughs) yeah so this was the summer he decided to retire too like at the end Mm -hmm. it hadn't happened yet but we had the mini mega there and he's standing on the sidelines and watching people skate. And he just asks a kid for his board and he takes the kid's board. He goes up to the top, drops in on it and back three is it. No pads.
1: Yeah, I believe it. I, I, like, know, I, know, I know like later on, like he did it on the
0: mega ramp. So it was actually the, you know, Bob's ramp was technically way bigger. Yeah. So it was like nothing compared to that. But I'm like, still, that was so on someone else's board. No pads on. Yeah.
1: Like I just seen that uh we were just there in October. Me yeah. and My boy Nick and like I was looking at this thing I'm like uh uh-uh. uh yeah I, I won't even start at the bottom to like pump up it no I, I like
0: rode over it once but it's like that's not for me yeah that stuff's not for I me like those... uh, I, like I don't like those I like the. I don't like snowboard jumps I like pyramids
1: <laughs> yeah like like little like pyramids and stuff like that like yeah. I, I like skating I mean I could
0: skate a bigger one but like just I don't like that pitch out of a launch ramp to Ollie like I like yeah. to launch like 80s like that i don't like the ollie because i feel like for me i never get any distance i just keep going higher yeah and then i only get two feet (laughs) and come straight down (laughs) like a cartoon
1: i I just like to stay closer to the ground (laughs) like i I, like i can yeah i can skate mini ramp and stuff like that but like i'm not launching out of like yeah i'm not well i'm not launching out of anything i'm i try my best not to throw myself down steps anymore right (laughs) which i still end up doing anyway which is probably not the greatest but like I, f- I mean,
0: feel like, yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, the skateboard brain. It's like any of that stuff, though, you have to do it all the time so you, that your body's conditioned. To it. Like mm-hmm. Cole still jumps down stuff. Yeah. But like he does it all the time. Yeah. And he, like, you know what I mean? And he knows what he should be doing and not should be doing at this point. You know what I mean? So it's like, I feel like you can do it until later on. Like like Ryan Desenzo is 35, and like look yeah. at that part he just put out.
1: His part is super sick, too. And yeah. I, I didn't know he was in his mid thirties I didn't either I'm 36 I thought he was like in his 20s I'm like oh yeah I didn't know you were this old okay
0: yeah I mean he's skating like a 21 year old yeah so I mean that was really cool and inspiring to see and um you know that age is just a number Mm -hmm. you know so I just I just like like we were talking about either I just try to eat and do things that like will prolong skating for me I mean I'm not perfect but like I drink like a couple sodas a week. That's probably the worst thing. I'm just not a big drinker, you know, I'll go out with the guys and Mm -hmm. like, you know, whenever, like my wife sometimes, but like, we just like, we're not, you know, like that stuff wasn't like smoking weed and all that stuff is just like not fun to me. Mm -hmm. So I just never, and it always, to me, it just got in the way of skating. You know, some people like it helps them concentrate and Whatever they have going on, it works for them. Mm. It's just, like, for me, it does not work for me, Yeah, you know? And, like, the people I always looked up to, like, weren't big partiers, like, I feel like. And, like, I mean, like, Lance Mountain, like, he's still, he's a grandfather and he's a pro skateboarder. he's
1: still killing it. Yeah. You know? you know, Same with Steve Cab. Yeah. And Tony Hawk just coming back from his right. freaking major break in his I know, life. he's
0: already, like, like, doing inverts and stuff again.
1: Yeah, I, I, I showed my mom, like, his yeah. Instagram, I'm like like do you see this i'm like yeah. he's in his 50s he literally just had surgery two days ago yeah and he's like up walking around like dr- and
0: yeah he was walking in like two days and then <laughs> he's already like doing tricks again yeah
1: yeah i'm like yeah he's got money but also like that's did you it's determination apparently he
0: like never stretched her and he was on joe rogan and he's like so joe rogan's like oh what, what's like your protocol yeah, and he just like gets up and skates yeah he's uh, like that's, I just skate and i'm like that's kind, kind of, of and supposedly any mac same thing and i'm like I skate a little bit and then I stretch and then I skate some more. Like Mm -hmm. that's like what works for me. And then I try to stretch at the end. But like, I just like, I feel like if you're going to be at that caliber at this point, I feel like you should be doing something like hitting the gym or just have some kind of person like do these stretches or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. to just I mean, prolong it.
1: It's weird because, like, I'm I'm kind of like in the same way. Mm-hmm. I don't really stretch or anything like that. Right. Like, I I will do like small stretches and stuff like that. Get my back moving, legs moving a little bit. Nothing right. like major. Yeah. I also have like a, well, there's a muscle uh, stimulator gun. The, the gun things. Yeah. yeah. So like, I'll I'll use that after I'm done skating because like right. I know it's going to hurt and like, but also, not only do I use that, I'll I'll sit in a Epsom salt bath too yeah and kind of let my body heal yeah and, that works and take everything in and yeah. you know hydrate myself and and do my best to eat i'm not the greatest at it but yeah
0: i mean it's hard especially you're like on a skate trip and stuff you're gonna eat garbage like yeah. when you're out and fast i mean for me i just like if i'm out skating i like my iced coffee black and i put collagen powder in it mm. and then i drink water and then um i drink coconut water and if you can't stand the taste of coconut water like gatorade or Powerade's it's the next best thing yeah and then uh you know just if you eat a lot of like proteins like you know in the day and like you know like avocados and stuff like that like the good fats and olive oil mm. and stuff like that i feel like you feel fuller longer and you just feel better yeah. like you know what i mean and it's like you know like on my way over here i had like some i had a small bag of swedish fish you know it's total garbage but like you know you 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 got to live. You know what I mean? Like it feels good every once in a yeah, while. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's just like, you know, I feel like you can kind of do both. If you just find that fine line mm-hmm. where it's not too far from one side or the other. But like, yeah. sometimes I go to like, like Tampa pro and stuff. And it's like, just like some people like drink 20 beers a day. And I'm like, I don't understand like how like you have, like you can even skate. Like, yeah. Yeah, I don't understand how you passed out yet. And like, I'm just like, dude like you have to be like deficient in everything like magnesium like i don't understand how you're not just cramping up <laughs> that,
1: that's how i used to be believe it or not like it was liquid diet booze right. That's booze and taco bell that's really what it was oh, like yeah. back. i ate days. a lot of
0: taco bell when black diamond was open in the mall
1: uh yeah lots of taco bell lo- <laughs> lots of back then i didn't really care like what i eat yeah. so there's lots of taco bell lots of mcdonald's Burger King, everything, Popeyes, chicken—like I'll still eat some of that stuff now, but like, yeah, probably way too much than what I like to admit. But yeah, it's you know I I do my best to to actually eat somewhat more healthier. Yeah, like I'll I'll uh, I'll make stuff here at home and just make it for like a few days.
0: Yeah, and look, it's not for everyone, and and whatever works for you works. But like you know, the punk rock skate mentality is like, oh, that's lame. Whatever, dude. Like, you know what I mean? Whatever, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, whatever works for you. And, like, I, from always having, like, a job Mm. in the real world, like, I always just, like, I always love that mentality of skateboarding. But I'm, like, I always felt like an outsider, too, because I'm, like, I'm just, like, too straight-laced in some ways, you know? Like, where I'm, like, I love skateboarding so much, but, like, I feel like I don't even fit in sometimes, (laughs) you know? Like, but I love it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like,
1: I feel the same exact way. And it's it's, it, it's hard to explain because, like, I love <laughs> skating so much. Right. And like, when I am out skating, like, yeah, I do my best to like interact with people. But like, if I'm like in a zone, I don't. I, I'm, yeah, I'm block. I'm blocking everybody out. Like, I'm in my own place. Like right. For me, like, within more recent years, like, skateboarding has become more of a therapy for me, and and yeah, almost an escape right but not at the same time If that makes sense yeah totally you know i I get to hit the reset button yeah on on some things and re and rethink things on on what i'm doing wrong maybe what i'm doing right you know yeah i just i take everything into into consideration while i'm skating right which most people will be like that's kind of stupid i'm like no i'm focusing on this thing but like i'm compartmentalizing everything else in the background
0: it's weird yeah totally and that makes sense. And it's like, so like, you know, like it's, where I am in my life, I have like, we have our dream house, like the house we're happy with that we yeah. can live at forever. And I'm, it's so funny. I live one town over from where I grew up. Yeah. I live in Audubon, New Jersey now, but we, we got this property and over there it's rare for this size. Our backyard's 50 feet wide and 150 feet deep. And it connects to the street behind us. Like I have access to the street. Yeah. Like I can open up the gates and pull a car in if I wanted to. I have um, a five-foot-high ramp, 16 feet wide, that I built. And then behind that, I have a three-and-a-half-foot-high ramp, 12 feet wide. And then I have my giant shed for my woodworking and all that stuff. Um, I was just going to build the one ramp and, um, you know, start building it. And my wife's like, wow, that's a lot bigger than I imagined. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: and I always – do you remember the, resu- um, the Focus show where they had the mini ramp at it? Like it was in the winter. Mazer had that that one time. It was like a little trade show.
1: I think so. Yeah. Yeah.
0: They, Red Bull had this mini ramp, and I dude, that's like my favorite mini ramp ever. I don't know what the transitions on it are, but it's like I, it was like four and a half or five feet high, mm. and it was just the funnest ramp. Yeah. Like it was also like where I was in skating and stuff. I could skate. I don't even know how I could kick flip like head high over the coping on that. Like. Like, no, not even, like, concerned about hanging up. Yeah. And I just remember, like, in the contest, like, I made it to the finals, but I I had the iPod, and I just had, like, Metallica blasting. And I just remember skating, and it was, like, it was a total dogfight. You know, like, you just go when there's yeah. a window. And I remember just like going up, like blunt the fake. i come down, somebody behind me. I would just run them over, and somehow didn't fall off my board. Jeez, you know what I mean? Like I just got really lucky that day. Yeah. And it was just like like Jim's Ramp Jam, that old video from Deluxe. That's what it felt like. And I just remember just like just fighting through everyone, getting, and uh, doing the the Ronnie Gordon flip. <laughs> the south flip (laughs) i like the south i love the south flip sal Barbier, man he's one of my favorite skaters of all times and i i saw him and john reeves do it and like you know he calls it the hand flip and uh i just thought it was so cool looking and and you know and Molinato doing it like you know being local i I just learned it and i just like just always did it and uh, still do it and uh you know it's just like whatever everyone has their one goofy trick or whatever but i, I don't know i think it's sick yeah I,
1: uh the older i get like I, I look at like a lot of the tricks that like i used to think they were like eh, not really like my style like because i was yeah obviously younger like looking more towards like the new age type stuff but right. like, i've been skating now since i started skating like 97 98 something like that yeah. maybe 99 I now my brain's fried <laughs> But like looking back at like the earlier stuff, I'm like, it's sick. Yeah. And so like I will watch like um uh Christopher Hyatt. Yeah. Like of course. Kid fucking red That kid should be pro. He like, should be. Like
0: like they they should turn him and Zach Dolan and Zach like,
1: Dolan's so sick
0: too. Like they have like four or five kids right now that deserve to have boards. Like oh, yeah. like Chris is totally like he he's super marketable. Like yeah. he's sick. Like If I were them, I would definitely make a popsicle shape, whatever, but obviously make a shaped board for him to ride. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? But, like, it's like, dude, like, he, like, they, those guys embody what Powell's always done. They, they bring people up that don't really have names. Mm -hmm. And, and I think it works to an extent. I just feel like Powell, like, is missing, like, when Andrew got that job there and he, he got Tom asked on, I feel like that was like, brought like the younger kids like dude santa cruz is sick yeah, they always had they've always always had rippers but, always yeah, this is true always. but soon as that santa cruz got popular again it was like these guys with the no names yeah um now it was like they could bring them up organically mm-hmm. like you were flow you're am and now you're pro and people are like i want to buy that guy's board because he rides for santa cruz yeah you know like and I think it's great. Like uh, Blake and Kevin, like they were just flowed to am and now they're pros for Santa Cruz, Mm -hmm. you know, where like some, a lot of these other guys, like, you know, before that, like it it was the eighties way of doing it. But like, I just feel like pal, like for instance, this is just a theory, but how cool would have been when guy Mariano, Eric costs and Antonio didn't have board sponsors after numbers if for some odd reason they all decided, you know what, let's go ride for Pal Prolta and especially guy, because that's where he started. Yeah. It'd be cool for him to end there. I feel like Powell all of a sudden would be like, Oh, like people would be like, wow, pals, like what's going on there. And like, so then Chris and Zach and all them would be like, Oh dude, we got to turn them pro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's like a no brainer. Yeah. You know, I mean, if, if, but they yeah. don't like they don't like doing that. They like they don't like taking people that already have a name. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that's not like their formula. Yeah. I
1: know like way like back in the eighties it was basically like it was the skater's choice right. if they wanted to turn pro. But it yeah. was all it was also the contest circuit as yeah. well. Yep. Um I mean if, if they did turn either Zach or Christopher Hyatt pro, right? I, I would buy a shaped Christopher Hyatt board. Oh yeah, it's just to hang up. I wouldn't skate it because right. like I, I don't. So skate Deville, shape. if you're listening, yeah,
0: you've got How? one board sale right here. Right here, Chris. I
1: want a Chris Hyatt Pro yeah. shaped deck <laughs> sent to my house. So I will leave my email address in the description below. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, yeah. So yeah, like so, like getting back to like yeah, I got a board for seed. I uh, went and skated Tampa Pro and uh, I made it to the semifinals. I was in disbelief. And, you know, like I tried my best to make it to the finals. It didn't happen, but I was like, you know what? Like,
1: that's a plus right there.
0: Right. You know, like you go to a contest, you want to be top five mm. or first. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you do. Like, that's the whole point of being in a contest. It's not like I didn't try. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and it's it's really cool. And thank you, Bob, for making my skate dreams as a kid come true. And then, like, you know, and then I rode for Outlook and then um, Keystone. And then after that, I rode for Bacon for a long time. And then I decided to do my own brand, Metropia, because I just felt like there was a lot of dudes around here mm-hmm. that were super good that just weren't hooked up. And I was like, dude, I'd like to give back, like, and have some, you know, get some people started, like, you know, like Joey Marone, he's like, you know, over doing stuff with enjoy now, mm-hmm. like, and, um, a couple of the other guys, like, so I think I had a pretty good eye for talent, yeah. you know what I mean? And like, they've like moved on and like, you know what I mean? Like, so it was like, it's just like, you know, it's like a, a smaller brand that like, you know, I like to get, you know, grow bigger, but like whatever happens, happens. Like, you know what I mean? It's like my, my passion project. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like it's cool. Like it just pays for itself. Everything that I make, I just put back into it, and then whatever, you know, and help the guys out. you was just like it. It,
1: you basically like create it organically and right. let it. Like, and I like my original goal with too. it too
0: was like I was trying to make something a little bit different, and I was like mm-hmm. I was I wanted to do it in 2012, but like this is the thing, and this is, this is where you miss out on things in life. Mm-hmm. Do things like if you're thinking outside the box, just go for it. Okay so I was going to do and all right. So there was going to be three graphics and each graphic. So graphic one would have came in an eight inch board and a nine inch board. Mm -hmm. Okay. Graphic two would have came in eight and a quarter and nine and a quarter. And graphic three would have been eight and a half and nine and a half. Nine, nine and a quarter and nine and a half would have been based off of video days boards. The ones that were like, the ones making fun of pal, but just the shapes yeah, like those street, functional big boards, but with like the new concave and the wheelbases that are popular now. And then I was going to do plastic slide rails, little ones, which I did do. Mm-hmm. But like when I went to order everything, I was like, wow, this is a lot of money. You know what I mean? Like, cause you know, I did it right. Like I went and got yeah. trademarked and all that stuff and like, just to do everything right. But I was like, all right, well, all right, I'm just gonna do eight, eight and a half, one graphic and a shaped board, and I'm gonna do the rails. And I just did it instead of like three graphics. And I just, from that, like I've just grown it from that. And so now I offer boards from um, four different wood shops so that like you have more choices. Um, one of them, Kyle's boards made in the US, screen printed, and it's all like um, Canadian maple right there. Mm-hmm same clue that everyone uses and stuff but modern shape it's like a fuller shape and it's just like popular wheelbase on there and I always offer the graphics in like the eight the eight and a quarter and eight five and I still always offer like some kind of shaped board but it's meant for street skating and it's more like a 90 91 shape okay that so that like but it's on the modern concave and the rails um paul schmidt is a friend of mine and he told me how to like make plastic grab rails like how to do it like diy style so that's what i did and actually the plastic that i originally did the first set of rails on was from the guy who used to make the rails for steve rocco okay and it was old plastic left over from the 80s Mm -hmm. and somewhere in new jersey somebody has all this plastic but the guy wouldn't give it up when he the guy um Herb, I know. Herb, he he uh, he passed away, uh, and then his friend got all the stuff, and he wouldn't give it up. I tried. I called him. I emailed him, and he had like neon yellow and neon pink and like all these cool colors and stuff. Yeah. I'm like, what are you gonna do with this plastic, dude?
1: <laughs> it's kind of beat, but I I can kind of understand it's like. Do they? basically like brother friend wh- right whatever like, I, I mean i get, I get it, it. But i'm
0: like dude like what do you just like piece yeah. like you're just, just looking at this piece of plastic? Yeah. yeah it's not gonna so do i have anything. i have a board in the car right now like one of my shaped boards and it has these gray rails on it and that's the same plastic from like 1988 oh shit yeah and it works yeah you know so it's cool and like so you just like you cut them down you put a profile with a router and then like drill the um the screw holes stuff it's like a process it's fun yeah
1: my buddy angus now he's doing the whole covid thing he uh he he's he i guess he started looking into how to make boards himself right i i actually have one it's on the floor (laughs) out
0: in the basement i'll have to check it out yeah
1: yeah i'm I'm, i gotta set it up i'm gonna skate it and he asked for honest feedback i'm gonna i'm gonna try and get him on here too because like yeah making boards like
0: that's not an easy process would you know who else is making boards in philly who else john from old school really yeah like you got to get him on here oh dude he he's like i haven't i haven't tried him yet but yeah. he's making boards like he gets the veneers glues it shapes them they old school has been around for oh yeah long time like back when sarge yeah. All them. yeah like real long time and um Mike Haggerty still like rides for him. Really? Yeah, and he's riding these new boards. He said they're not bad. Like you know, yeah. what I mean, like, I'm sure they just like you know need some tweaking or whatever. But he's yeah. he's figuring it out. Like yeah. like, and it's so cool. And they're screen printed. And I think he has a heat transfer machine. Damn. So it's like so total he's like global. doing like sh- like because I was always like, dude, local, like it'd be so cool if Philly like had a wood shop. You know, just like like, like California. Yeah, and I'd be like, oh, it's so cool. There was somebody did a truck company. Guess what? Somebody did a truck company in the 70s in Pennsylvania. Yep. Who? Megatron Skateboard Trucks. And they (laughs) have the copyright to the name because they were around before Transformers. Oh, Transformers didn't come out until 1984. Oh, wow. Megatron Trucks. So in the 70s, they had the skinny ones. And then they were in business until like 80, 81. So they had the wider like... um, not 215 but probably like 169 yeah like wide ones for like the pig shape boards and then they went out of business oh wow megatron trucks and i did not even know that. So it already happened but it would be cool if some kind of east coast truck company it would just be cool just east coast you know what i mean to have like everything yeah
1: i mean i i wish more companies would make their stuff here yeah it's just it's just like not
0: at this at this right now I can understand why they don't cause it's just not cost effective. Yeah. And, and, and like, there's so many reasons, like knowing Paul and my friends over at NHS, like my friend Keith, um, he, he works, you know, developing all different products. And um, thank you for the indie trucks. <laughs> and uh, you know, so he'll send me some trucks that like aren't on the market yet to try out. Yeah, And it's so cool. Like the ones on that board there, yeah. you can't buy those Indies. Like they're not out yet. they they look the same but they're not out yet Mm. they're like yeah and it they're just they're playing with ideas to make stuff better but he told me he goes like you know moving it over to china he's like we have a better consistent truck now we own Mm. the entire factory we go over there we check on things and he's like we always did that with um the old you know i'm not going to throw him under the bus the old foundry, but Mm that foundry made all the original trucks that everyone loves venture thunder and indian a lot of people don't know that they were all this made at the same place yeah but um they 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 said there was just a lot of inconsistencies with the trucks like you know they would send them a lab and they cut them apart check them out and there'd be like cavities in them and stuff because like plastic pieces got thrown in the mix and then it would burn off and put cavities and that's why the hangers would crack yeah and he said it was just such a bummer because they just didn't seem to take it serious enough in the like the for the consistency yeah he's like so now we have a better truck was this oh,
1: this might be a dumb question but i'm gonna ask it anyway because i yeah. don't care just like around i'm gonna say i'm gonna say like 2006 or 7 maybe 8 okay i don't know what happened i know indies were they they came out with the stage nines yeah the the hollowed out basically base plate. Plate, yep i'm sorry Andy. i love the trucks those trucks were freaking terrible i went through five sets
0: in a week Was I... it the base plate or the hanger base plates okay they kept breaking so mine never broke i still have You're one lucky. i know i still have one board like complete board that i just like when i my next board i just made like a christmas complete yeah it's a keystone board and it has like the ronnie gordon but it looks like flash gordon graphic <laughs> i had to it was, do it, it was perfect you, you know to. i had to yeah you know what i mean and um yeah that has those on there i never had any problems with i think penny i think that's his favorite indie truck yeah like i think like so but he rides like little ones you know yeah. what i mean like 129s or something yeah i don't know but um yeah, I I never had problems with them, but apparently, like a lot of people like you had issues with them. Yeah. So that was why they redid it again. Yeah. I, after I think, that, I think the so reason the eleven. Why, so they, I think there were tens. No, yeah,
1: there were. I remember distinctly there were nines because when the tens did come out, they also had a, a hollow base plate as well. Okay. But the tens were actually better The nines. Okay, maybe
0: I didn't. I never had the nines because So, I rode for Venture for six years. Yeah. And. Like just Ventures. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I was riding ventures before so it was like, you know, you know, if you go back, belt, then Goldwing, then uh rode some indies for a bit, then got sponsored by Goldwing, mm-hmm. then got sponsored by Crux, and then after Crux, I was at Thrasher, met Greg Carroll, asked for some trucks, and then like Frankie told me afterwards, like for me to go talk to him at the trade show, mm-hmm. but he forgot to tell me. I could have gotten some trucks there. Yeah. But then YMCA Skate Camp, um, the team manager and Greg Howell always would go to camp every summer and were very invested in in YMCA Skate Camp. Mm-hmm. So then I got sponsored by Venture. Then they yeah. saw me there and remembered me. And for like two years, every time I'd see Justin Williams, I'd be like, here's a tape. Yeah. You know, just like, hand him a tape. Yeah. And I was 99. riding the trucks and I was wearing shirts and it. Like yeah. I was like m- trying to manifest, like, you know getting on venture like yeah. that's what i wanted to ride for and like i eventually did and it's funny i wrote like a list of companies i want to ride for when i was like in seventh grade and it was one of uh, one was in venture airwalk they went out of business yeah um gns skateboards they went out of business um speed wheels so on that list two of them happened <laughs> yeah. so yeah that's pretty wild. I used to skate ventures too.
1: Ventures yeah. were always good. I haven't tried them in a while though. Yeah. I've not I mean, I skate indies. I've been skating indies since two thousand five, I think. Okay. So I mean, I've almost twenty years. I've been skating, skating indies. But like, I've I've skated a bunch of trucks. I, like, I remember like one of my first pair of trucks was Orion.
0: Yeah. I they were cool. They were they're, they're trackers.
1: Were they? Yeah,
0: Greatest right star that, tracker logo star, Orion. I do. It yeah I didn't that attention. was what it was I, though
1: i just thought they were good yeah like they were cool and i didn't really pick them i didn't really know what they were yeah they, they came on a pre-made complete time
0: okay <laughs> they had an all-star all-star team you know coming out of the gate Costin, Kalis, yeah. you know like rippers yeah so always. um rob Deardick. but they were like and that made sense because rob Deardick always rode for tracker mm-hmm. and then he rode for orion yeah so it was just like you know, it was part it of made that. sense. It's that like point. silver trucks. So silver like goes all the way back to 80 Zorlac skateboards. Really. So Zorlac was made in Texas. Yeah. And they made skateboards and then they um sold it to and then it got the operation went to Virginia Beach and then they did Zorlac Airborne Skateboards, LSD Skateboards and Deadbolt Trucks. Hmm. Then later on they did Unit Trucks. And then after Unit Trucks they did silver, hmm. so it it's all the same brand. They just kept they just, rebranding with just, the times. They just changed yes. the name to rebranding. Changing the names in. and rebranding the product that's to stay with business. the times. That's, yeah, that's, and they're still in business. Yeah, you know, I mean, like everybody has a silver tool.
1: Yeah, you know, I know. So. I think Kai still carries one of them.
0: I have one. <laughs> yeah, I,
1: I, I know. I last time, I when Kai was here last summer, I think he still carries it in his back pocket whenever he goes out and skates. He just pulls it out and just real yeah. fast and <laughs> <laughs> he always has everything it's either it's wax, wax. in one pocket tool in the in the other Bondo. one Bond, uh, Bondo Bondo uh, he'll blower, pull out of, like his sock broom. or whatever yeah he carries everything
0: I know I, I carry like almost everything but he definitely beats me to it so yeah so it, it's you know I know we've been a little all over the place but like it's like Still to like this day, I'm such a skate nerd. Like if, if I'm skating my ramp on myself, mm-hmm. I just put old skate videos on, like Wheels of Fire, Eighth Street Video. And oh, it's yeah. like I almost just like pretend I'm skating with the guys when I'm on the ramp. And I look at the old videos and I'm like, all right, let's try to learn this today, you yeah. know, or this or that. And uh, when I'm driving places, I put like first thing in the morning, I put some old skate video on the way to work nice. on in my car. So I can just listen to it. Like I had banned this on today. Ooh. So You know, just wherever it ends and starts within the 10, 15 minutes driving to work yeah, is, like, what I get to. And then, like, the summer when I do skate camp, and I'll talk about a little more of that in a second, but I, that's a little bit longer of a drive, not much. Mm -hmm. So then, like, I'll get, like, all right, like, you know, planet Earth video now and later, you know, like, boom. Yeah. Like, and it's, it's, like, for me, it's, like, it just brings me back to being a kid, like, on this. And, like, the other thing is, like, when I was a kid, and some of the times when I had those videos, I couldn't do those tricks yet. Yeah. Now I can do some of those tricks that I could never do or couldn't imagine I would ever be able to do, mm-hmm. and I can do them now. Like, where I started skateboarding, like I would never have thought I could do some of the stuff I can do now, like a switch three sixty kickflip. Yeah. Like when I started skateboarding in nineteen eighty seven, I mean there wasn't a switch three sixty flip, but yeah. I'm just saying like there was a kickflip, there was a varial flip, there was like a backside flip, you know the front side flip I don't even think it had happened yet like it was Nottis and a couple people on like a bank ramp probably you know oh, that did probably it Jason, first. Jason Lee Jason Lee was 360 flip and backside Three, flips yeah, but I Nottis and Hensley were definitely front side flips on banks Yeah, but it was kind of like the Musca illusion flip yeah it's and still like, the best front side. Oh, yeah. Ever. but it's, Besides no, of course. besides
1: Reynolds, Muska.
0: No, I love Muska's. The, the only thing I don't like, it's just like his, his hard flip's just very weird looking. Yeah. It looks like a pop shove it. Yeah, It's just not for me. But his front side flip, I love the way his front foot dangles. Yeah. I love it.
1: It's weird because like that's that's how I first learned how to do front side flips. Yeah. Muska illusion flip, and I used to do my hard flips the same exact way as he did too. Yeah. It was like, I mean, Right around that time is when Fulfill the Dream came out. So I was like, oh, crap. Like, Shorty's had a great team. Yeah. Peter Small. he had Aaron Snyder, uh, Jesse Silvey, Sammy Baptista. Yeah. Um, Brandon Turner, yeah. Muska on there is like, holy crap. Like, Yeah. (laughs) Holy crap. (laughs) Yeah. And and for me, it's like watching Muska skate in that video. It was just like, this is – I've never – like I, dude, when Mosca
0: came out, he was just something, uh, and that was like so. That was like '96, like f- yeah, it was like. I can't remember. Well, that was when he was like, Toy Machine. Yeah, I don't think he had quit yet.
1: No, I think it was on his way out.
0: '95. Oh, wait, so wait, I was in California '95, in so he was already on. He was still on Toy Machine, so he was on his way out. Yes, because '9 ni- the summer of '96 was when Welcome to Hell came out, and his part was out. Yeah. So. 95 he was still on and this is like when i was in cali and i just bought these pants that were like cargo pants but they like soon a month later it was like everybody had cargo pants like it was it already people had already done that with the ghetto wear and yeah. the army pants like mike v but they just like were i, I don't know i got them somewhere in the cherry Hill Mall, i can't remember it was like american eagle or something but they were just like cool looking yeah. it was like oh these are sick and i got them like three colors and like and then i'm in like in cali and like riding the you know the, the East Coast setup, the eight and a half, yeah. the bigger wheels again, and it was it was just like what I was riding, like, like not that long before that, and in, in, in a sense, you know, like in 1990 91 yeah, it was just going back to that. But um, you know, like I I followed the trends on a lot of things, but I I really liked what Matt and Ricky and Freddie were doing at the time, oh, yeah. so it was like easy, and it was like it was like oh dude they just made everything look good yeah it was like they were more focused on like it was like hosoi focused on like style yeah and smoothness you know and i just thought that was so cool
1: yeah especially with like fred gall ricky it was more like it was style like the that to like i mean growing up like around here and like in the northeast especially like around philly is like yeah New York and Philly, like, it was like a battle, like, skating in the middle of the street. But oh, Ricky yeah. and Fred Gall took it to a whole new level. Oh, yeah. F- Freddie still kills it.
0: Oh, totally. But, I mean, Freddie, had, I think he was either 15 or 16 when he skated Hubba Hideout. And he switch 5 0 it. Switch crook Switch back and, 5-0, and north, I think. Switch north. front five o. Was it switch front? Yeah. Switch crook. And then switch 180 nose grind. You know, switch 180 yeah. and land in five o. Yeah. Switch 180 nose grind. And and he had this whole interview in slap and like he was still in school like you know and he was pro for alien workshop it's crazy he was so fucking good back yeah then.
1: he was so the good. only
0: other person around here that i think's on like that level at that young age is devin flynn you know he's on santa cruz yeah and like but devin's like different like he can skate vert yeah and like yeah he can skate a little bit of everything yeah so he's one of my camp so my camp So I worked at Woodward, you know, I did YMCA for nine summers and then I did Woodward for basically nine summers. And then AJ Cohn has been working with Parks and Rec for years doing like um, skate camps and stuff with the city. And he he opened um, the Skateboard Academy and he had that for a few years before I got involved with it. But he had, you know, I'd run into him here and there and he'd be like, hey man, like, if you ever wanna quit Woodward and come work for me, we'll do a camp, you know? Mm -hmm. And then my wife got pregnant. Yeah. And I was like, "Yo, are you serious about that camp? Cuz I can't go to Woodward this summer." <laughs> yeah, that's a it's a no-go you know? going to Woodward this year. <laughs> right. And um he's like, "Yeah, totally." I'm like, "All right, what do you what do you envision it to be?" And he's like, "I want it to be a travel camp." He's like, "We have a camp van, you know, like and we'll just go like every day to another skate park in Philly." You know what I mean? And then like, you know, half the day in the indoor skate space and the other half out in the skate park. I was like, "That sounds cool." And we just started it and you know like that was uh 2017 and now it's 2022 and we're about camp's about to start in two weeks five five years you guys been yeah. doing that yeah That's pretty
1: good though i didn't, I didn't know yeah I thought, so it, and for some you reason know, i thought it was a lot shorter but
0: no but. it's yeah, it's you know and it's not the easiest thing because now like you know you're like oh it'll be so easy just doing it. like i never thought it'd be that easy but yeah. like i wear every hat now you know um instructor driver nurse marketing therapist <laughs> you know what i mean I'm like i wear every hat yeah you know like doing this and uh it, it's it's super fun and like and now like there's um some other skaters that are doing camps now too so it's like i feel like you know this is this is awesome because like we're influencing more kids to skateboard yeah you know what i mean so it's it's a good thing and uh I, like I said, I just, there was no instruction when I was a kid other than Woodward. But Woodward was like, I'd already been skating for like four or five years when I discovered Woodward Camp. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then there was the YMCA camp. YMCA is the oldest skate camp in the entire world that still exists in California. Like that's, it that stayed in business. It was yeah. only closed one year because of COVID, but it's been in business every year since then. And Woodward started in 1989 or 90, 89. And that was uh, Mark uh, Speranzo, Evan Smith's uncle. Oh wow! Who was a pro vert skater for Sim Skateboards, and one summer lived with Gons on a boat oh, damn. when Gons rode for Vision. Damn! <laughs> and he was like day one director instructor of Woodward. Like like the first yeah. day ever of skating, he was the dude. Jeez! And then like his nephew freaking evan smith <laughs> it's wild yeah It's crazy so yeah, crazy. But yeah. I, know,
1: I, I think like the skate camps and, and like the lessons for you I, I think they're perfect because like I mean I, I see how you are with like kids and everything like that like you're you're with them right like I've seen you like give lessons before like you're very interactive with the with these kids like just not really like pushing them but encouraging them to, to drop to try something different
0: Right. I, I try to push them outside their comfort zone, but I want them to have fun the whole time. I don't want it yeah. to come across like like a gnarly coach, scooch, yeah, skate coach, coach. Yeah. scooch. You know, coach I, I don't have. Yeah, I don't have a whistle <laughs> or a megaphone. <laughs> but like I just I I'm good at breaking tricks down of like, you know, how this is how you do this or this. And the other thing is it helps me like so a lot of times what I'll do is like if a kid's regular footed mm-hmm. I'll sit there with while they're trying it and I'll skate switch yeah it's made me a better skater I feel like yeah. and I feel like I feel like there was a one thing too with like a lot of my sponsorships over the years was like you know like venture was like they saw that like I'm working at camp and I'm helping kids and I'm marketing their brand in this whole other way and I worked at a skate shop and I bought all the trucks yeah we sold a lot of venture trucks <laughs> that's
1: always that's always good you too know. and it's uh, you know
0: you know it was like it's, autobahn wheels number one seller yeah. Circa shoes then etnies number one selling shoes yeah
1: <laughs> Again, uh, kai was giving me all he he gave me wheels before autobahn and Darkstar when he rode for him yeah he also gave me a bunch of seed boards, so thank you, Ronnie, for that one. Yeah. Because <laughs> Kai hooked me up with all that stuff. Dude,
0: Bob had a killer team. It was Kai Riller, Andrew Cannon, uh, Marcus Bandy, Joey Pulsiver. Joey Pulsiver, like, helps. It's Joey Pulsiver. He somebody. works with, like, Ace and uh, Uma skateboards now. Yeah. But he, like, helps develop all that stuff. Like, all those new Ace trucks that have, like, the re-threading tool yeah. and the axle nut, that's all, that's all Joey Pulsiver. He's huh. a freaking genius. Jesus. So, like... He invented project skate tool yeah. like and the, the hardware where it's like a Phillips and an Allen key. Mm-hmm. That's all him. Like, when Genius. when he wrote for Seed, like he was just like he he would like go to China and go to a factory and figure all these things out and then have it like all built and made and then just go and sell everything. And then he went away from Core Skate and did longboard stuff for a while. Did re- revival trucks and Riviera and something else. But like he just, like, and then he went back to the core bra, you know, products now with Ace and Uma Skateboards. Yeah. But, like, the guy is just, like, genius with that stuff. He was always good, too. Oh, yeah. I, I... Like, incredible. He's, like, old 4 and ones and stuff. He wrote for SMA Skateboards. And oh, he, yeah. He was pro for Generation Skateboards and then uh, Warco and a few other ones and then Seed so it yeah. was really fun having him on the team and like going on that trip he's so good yeah. man
1: it's kind of weird too because like not a lot of people will probably remember him but I, but for some weird reason i do because like i didn't know he was from like this area no he's or from is, california is he
0: from california this is what happened i remember like talking to bob i was like did you ever think of like having some pros on the team you know mm-hmm. with this because he had done some other brands before or whatever and he's like i'm not opposed to it if we had the budget i was like I was like, dude, what do you think of this dude, Joey Pulsifer? I was like, his 401 part's killer, and he doesn't have a board sponsor. And I know he was, like, pro, Yeah, you know? And I got his number from somebody and called him for Bob. And then he was like, all right, I'll talk to Bob. And then he got on seed. And then, like, he was like, and then he was like, Feel a little weird coming out like not having somebody to skate with, and like my friend Marcus, like the board company he was riding for went out of business. Like, would you be interested in him? And Marcus Bandy? And he was like this gnarly like rail skater and yeah. stuff, and so then he got on too. <laughs> bring, bring him. Yeah, bring everything. And they were so cool, and like we went out and stayed with them, Andrew and I. Like they were so fun, That's and all they would sweet, do is man. make fun of each other. They were the funniest dudes, and like. It's usually, oh, like good friends do,
1: anyway. Yeah, but it was so—it was
0: just so cool, like that we hit it off so well. Yeah, you know. So, yeah, shout out to the Bandyman and Pulsifer. Yeah, man, that's <laughs> that's wild. How,
1: how long? How long is the skate camp? Like, he so got my camp is
0: uh, eight weeks this summer, and it's nine a.m. till three p.m. Okay, and then we offer aftercare if needed. It's like, you know, you have to, you know, it's a little bit extra pay grade. Yeah, you know? but, um. And you can do day rate also. Okay. And it's all so on the website, the skateboardacademy.com. Everything's on there. I was going to um, ask you about that. Yeah, yeah. So we can put that in there too. And so it's just for five to 17. You can sign up and uh, you just got to have a helmet, fill out your waiver and come skate. Like it doesn't matter if you've never skated before or you're like, you know, like Devin Flynn level, yeah. like come it's, to camp. It's like skate, skateboarders just need mentors. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's the whole thing i wish i had, had i i did have some mentors i had some older guys like that guy jack dunaway with the six-foot ramp that like when they started driving they like would come over and pick me up and take me to cheapskates and these other places mm-hmm. and like i you know i feel like a lot of skateboarders have similar stories like that where they like there was an older guy you know or, or woman in the group that like helped people out yeah you know what i mean like and just like you know and i i feel like that's what you you gotta have that and i i like that giving that back in like a st- somewhat structured way yeah you know what i mean like just try to do this this and this you know like Devin, you know i have a good relationship with his family i knew his dad before he was even born he escaped with his dad and like you know i'm like dude you know like you just stay on the track like put all your money away when you need to work Go work with your dad and cut some lawns because, you, you know, he's had a landscape already. You know what I mean? Like, you might never have to have a real job if you yeah. play your cards right, you know? But, like, be smart and pay your taxes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: always pay your taxes.
0: Yeah. You kind of have to or else they'll just take everything. Oh, they'll just take it. Yeah, they'll, they'll take everything. They'll get you.
1: So, That's wild, dude.
0: Yeah, so, I you know, I just skating all the time. We got that pneumotropia video just came out. Go buy, a, you know, Kyle Barton's pro model board. Go by that and support Kyle. Damn, man. Um, we filmed like tricks up to the last minute. Like I was saying, like that weekend, Memorial Weekend, we went out and like hit all these spots in Jersey and then and then hit Princeton and then just drove all the way up to Albany, New York, slept, and then got up the next day, skated all day with my woodwork friends and uh, that used to be directors, and then drove home that night and we all got clips for the video that made it in the video. Good. So it was cool.
1: I can't wait till I can do that this year. Yeah, still still working on a part. It's been Good. two. It's been two years.
0: I don't know that part of skating. I just love that, like going out with like your friends and yeah. And it, it's it, it gets and... hard though
1: because like, I mean, <clears throat> I mean, how long were we talking about this? Yeah. Yeah. I know. It, it, it's hard to it's hard to match up people's schedules, and it's hard to like you know. I know that's plan, why I was like, let's do a weeknight. Weeknight's yeah. better for me. Yeah, everyone like most of my friends have kids. Yeah. So it's like you know, I yep. got a kid. Yeah. Yeah, my daughter's house. gonna be
0: five in August. It's crazy. Yeah.
1: So it's like you know, it, it's hard to like manage some time. Yeah. You know, it is. But it's you like go if it's this, like, way, this, this way.
0: whole thing is like, there was a gymnast coach at Woodward, and this guy is like, he was probably like sixty at the time insane shape, right? And and the way I, if Woodward is like you go stand in the lunch line or breakfast mm. line or whatever and it's like, you know, Woodward, if you don't know this already, Woodward is skateboarding, BMX, cheerleading, gymnastics, and videography, mm-hmm. okay? So when you go eat lunch, you're eating lunch with everybody, everybody. right? You know, you're mingling with everybody, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? And there's one place to hang out down the street from there, this hotel bar if you're an adult. Yeah. that's it <laughs> that's, and you wind up like you know being you know being friends with people you yeah. know what i mean that, like like cheerleading people and gymnast people that i probably would never have talked to in high school you know what i mean but like now at this camp we have a lot in common you know what i mean because yeah. we work at the camp and we, we know all become friends i was talking to this guy the one day and i said look dude I, I just gotta ask you something i said how did you still stay in such amazing shape and i saw you out last night at the bar like you know what i mean he goes look if something is important enough to you, you always, always find the time. And, like, I always think of that dude. Non-skateboarder, but just, like, just lean and in perfect shape and live in, like, his best life. Yeah. If you, you know? have a passion for it, right. you'll
1: you'll make it happen, basically. Yeah.
0: So. I like that. Yeah. So, and that just gets back to, like, trying to eat right and trying to work out. You know what I mean? It's like. Yeah. It's just, like, I just want to skate, but I'm, like, if I could do these other things and it, like, prolongs my skating, all right, it's totally worth it. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: I just like to stay motivated, you know. Yeah. yeah like, and uh, everybody like does. Yeah. And, and
0: you need everybody. When I do these skate shows and, and, and camp and all that stuff, I'm just trying to, like, I'm trying to promote skateboarding because I love it so much. But I just want everyone, like, we're super lucky in this country the way things are, like, that you have these opportunities to like follow your passions where like other places you, d- you just don't have these opportunities where like yeah. you can, you know, make a, a living off playing golf or, or like, you know, like being in, uh, riding on a horse, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like basketball, like, you know what I mean? There's like other countries that are like third world countries and stuff that like, like literally like they're just lucky if they can like have a job at the farm and, and that's it. That's it. You know what I mean? And they don't get to experience, like, all these amazing things. And then there's people here that are like, I just don't have the time. And I'm like, dude, you have the time. You have the time. I mean... You just got to manage it. Yeah. You know?
1: I mean, I, I, I mean, listen, I am one to complain. Like, I don't have the time. Right. But also if i don't have the time that's usually my own fault because i don't right I don't, I don't plan it out right i was like go yeah. go go and my that's wife that's is, where yeah, my, time my wife is. is
0: so like boom yeah <laughs> i'm like okay
1: yeah uh, over the years I, I started getting better with it like started managing a little bit better i'm still not great at it i still i right. don't know how to manage a lot of my time but right. like if I can do it most of the time. Right. I, I can make it a little bit easier on myself and still make it a little bit easier on other people too.
0: Yeah. And, and look, my experiences in life, some people might be mad at me for this, but I'm just saying I think it takes guys a lot longer to get to that level of being like everything figured out with yeah. like, all right, here's my job, my bills are paid, you know what I mean, rent's paid, da-da-da-da-da, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, And I just feel like... I. I'm basing off of my life, is what I'm saying. But I'm just saying all the women that I've experienced in my life, like they're a lot. They've always been a lot more organized than me. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I,
1: I get, you know, my lack of cleanliness from my dad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my, it's just hard. Like, like yeah. when
0: you have like you work all day and then you come home and you want to hang out with your family and your kid and like, you know, you're trying to do this thing and trying to do a skateboard company and you're doing skate lessons and you're trying to put a camp together. Yeah. It's like sometimes when I sit back, I'm like, I do a lot of stuff, but then I'm like, all right, here we go again.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, mean, you make it work for you. Yeah. That's really like what it is. Yeah. Like a a lot of my neurotic came from my mom. So it's like, I I grew up with my mom, my sister. That's really it. Right. My dad wasn't really like around. Mm -hmm. So, um, My stepdad is, shout out to him. He's the fucking OG. Right. My stepdad's like. uh, He's He's your dad. He's my dad. Right. And so. And
0: people got to understand that too. It's like, you know, like just because you might not have a traditional family of mom and dad or whatever, it's whoever took care of you. Yeah. I just think, you know, and I just think it's a lot easier if there's two adults or three adults in that household that give a shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? For the whole family to work. Yeah. Obviously, single parents, it, they can make it work too, but it's a lot harder if they're working a full-time job. Yeah. You know what I mean? Definitely it's just is. There's a burnout rate. Yeah. You're human.
1: Yeah. And so, so like, so here, here's a quick story. So, I think it was last year, last, it was either last Father's Day or uh, my stepdad's uh, birthday. No, it was Father's Day it was okay. last father's day
0: which is coming up yes uh, shout out to all the fathers yeah
1: this, this is a good one
0: and moms that had to step up and be the father
1: oh absolutely my yeah. mom was one of them for, yeah
0: for single you know. parents
1: so so last year because like growing up like my dad wasn't really around and like getting older and getting into a lot of the shit that i got into like right the, the dudes i hung out with like we most of us came from broken homes right. so like I looked up to these dudes, and they were just trying to get by themselves. Yeah, like they didn't really know like how to mentor anybody or anything like mm-hmm. that, which I I gravitated towards because I, yeah, my life was a shit show anyway. Right. You know? So last year, you know, after my stepdad and my, and my mom like putting up with all my stuff for all these years, right? You know, I I'm 36 years old, right? Right now, so it's like I, for Father's Day, I, I put this. I, I typed up this letter for him and I, I gave it to him and it's just like, you know, it's it's an unofficial adoption paper. Oh. I was like, I didn't really know what to say. I'm like, listen, like you're, you're the closest thing to, the, to a dad that actually gave a shit. Right. About me. You showed and like, up. Yeah, and you, was you showed dad. up. He was an adult. Yeah. And cared. Yeah. yeah. And it was like, I, I just, I appreciate you. Right. Like I really do. And yeah. so like this is, more for us to be like an actual family like i want you to like as my dad
0: yeah and so water you... works everywhere
1: that's between him me my oh, mom right. my mom was so it wasn't there like trying... hot rod no <laughs>
0: remember <laughs> no. that <laughs> he's always trying to impress him <laughs> yeah. no it that's like, great dude it, it, it was. you know impressive. i was really lucky like you know my parents are still together but i had a you know you know i have a brother i have a sister and i had Two parents that gave a shit, and yeah. they were really cool. If like someone else like didn't have something going on, like like they were always like, if your friend doesn't have anywhere for Christmas or or, or Thanksgiving, just tell them to come over. We'll take care of them. Yeah. And they always let people stay over. Whatever. You know? My mom yeah. was always like
1: that too. Yeah. Like my mom was like, oh, one of your friends doesn't have like family. Tell them to come over for Thanksgiving or whatever. I was like, hey, he doesn't like I invited him. He doesn't want to. Well, here, take him. Here, here's a plate. Fill it up. Right. just take it over to them. Right? Yeah. Like, that's, like, like, even here, like, in my own house, like, if you need a place to stay, come stay. Like, right. Like, you know, yeah, just don't be a dick, you know? Yeah. Like, clean up after And it's yourself. hard, like, like,
0: when you have you know, a kid, like, you can't just let whoever stay over. But, yeah, like, you know I am a little mean? bit more conscious now. Right. Of, of course. You know what I mean? Like, but it's, uh, and especially, like, like, you know, like, that school I work at, just reading sometimes the reports on, like, the kids of, like, why they're there. I'm like, no wonder this kid's screwed up. Like, dolts did these horrible things to them yeah. you know and it's like it's just like those kind of people just need to be removed from society and just go living on an island by themselves <laughs> <Yeah>. that, <laughs> you know just that, stay that, away from everyone else that was
1: gonna be me you know and yeah. if it wasn't for my dad like stepping up and like right show me what an actual man is yeah like leading by example yeah like i wouldn't be able to show up for my own kid the yeah. way that i do like every time like i'm, I'm with him like you're yeah. my priority right now. Like yeah. you're, I'm. My whole time with you is just with you. That's yeah. it. And that I mean, because I didn't have that growing up, so like that's what I'm going to give you. I didn't have it, so here. This is yeah. This is only a, a smidgen of what.
0: Right, because that's what it really takes to be a real adult. It's just yeah. showing up and being there. Yeah, you know, and it's like, it's just sad when you you hear these stories. You know what I mean? But like you know, and like you got yourself. You realized you had problems that you needed to fix and you yeah. got the help you needed. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, and it's crazy because it's like, I knew you like for so long and it's like, I never knew you were like, had that dark side to you. You know what I mean? And most people are good at hiding it. Yeah. And it's crazy though. like how many skateboarders go through the nonsense. It's a lot. Yeah. It's quite a lot.
1: You know, you know like what, one of the, a lot of people might not know this. Mm-hmm. I do because I, I, one, I looked it up and it's very intriguing to me. Um, <clears throat> the top three countries in the world that lead everything in mental health right india china u.s
0: wow. so
1: the u.s like anxiety depression drug addiction and all that fun stuff like right. not fun but you yeah know, it's it's high in america and like there's not
0: enough There's no there's no money. There's no money in it. Yeah, this, it's, well, it's the problem.
1: Well, well, it's not that.
0: Well, yeah, it there, is there's that. There's not there's not it's not it's not profitable for a company yeah. to take care of somebody that's not giving back in society the way our systems built. Yeah. You know, right now we have the most insane inflation ever. Oh, absolutely. And I with that one. Like it uh and it was interesting. I read this thing today, and it was like a comedian that does the news that I listen to. And uh, he has uh, this guy on there that like uh, – and he was just like – I can't even think of – I can't think of what his, the strategist he is, but I'm, I'm trying to think of the correct title. But mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. But he's on there, and he was explaining. He goes, especially American companies, like the top top ones, mm-hmm. their job is to make profit. right now these companies in the last three years have made record profits and they're not supposed to care ever you know what i mean it's all about profits that's their job Mm -hmm. and that's what's going on right now yeah it doesn't it doesn't matter like they the ones at the top can adjust what's going on yeah they don't it doesn't it has nothing to do with who's president or it's it's the capitalist side of everything and yeah. it's like it's literally two companies that own the entire stock market and you can look them up and it's like it's it's insane
1: yeah one of the things that like i really wanted to do is like it's just it's one of my life goals since i i got sober yeah in a sense um it's just like you know do what i can to help people but also help my community at the same time so that's what like when I got sober, like, my mentor was like, this is a community thing. Right. Right? It's not about you. It's about the community. How can we help each other? Okay. If we can't help each other, you can't even help yourself. Right. So, because you're going to need somebody to fall back on, right? Right. Always. The story of my life. it's yeah. Like, it's a lot well, easier. I think all
0: humans like, do, but especially when you're... Yeah. And what... where? When was the day you realized, like, I got to do something about this? Oh, I'll tell you
1: the day. Because... <laughs> I realized it a year before this point. Oh, okay. Um so the day was April 24th, 2014. Okay. It was a big day. So that's the day I I went to, I went away to a grown up high school. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's called rehab. Right. <laughs> For 30 days. Okay. And I I walk in the door that that morning. Uh I went out. I, I made up some lie to my mom. Mm-hmm. And get some money and take the car do whatever yeah like my mom's a strong woman but like did she have did any she,
0: idea what was going on with you yeah she did oh okay yeah she knew
1: the weird, the weird thing about my mom too is that my mom's also in recovery too my mom's got like 30 32 years
0: oh wow yeah
1: 32 years off n- no drinking no drugs no nothing
0: so she was no. like three years sober when she had you uh, four. Jason, four, four. Yeah. it's four yeah yeah four years
1: Wow. so yeah it was wild and so like that morning when when i came home from whatever i was doing she stood there and like she mustered up the courage and was just like you got two options you're either gonna go to treatment right now or you're gonna get the fuck out of my goddamn house i'm like i don't want to fight you I will go to rehab because I know I need to. <laughs> I want to stop doing what I'm doing, and I don't know how. Right. And it's so hard. Right. To, I, I think for anybody, right. But I think for men, I think it's a I, lot it's harder. It's definitely to ask harder for because
0: help. your ego inside yourself Absolutely. doesn't want to say I have a problem. Yeah. And then, on top of it, you just guys are idiots. Like, yeah. we are. Just stop That's... and ask for directions. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Directions. Yeah. What's that? Now i actually oh. I actually stop and ask for directions but it's i get it yeah you
1: know? so i mean like one of the things like it's it's so weird because like i think it was like a few months ago could have been last year i can't really remember someone like someone they saw me up at middletown ski park they were like wombat i'm like yeah they're like i thought you were dead i'm like oh. <laughs> <laughs> gee I'm, thanks i'm like haven't heard that one in a while but no, i'm still alive yeah you know? And it, it's not the first time I've heard it, too. Because, like, you know, a, a lot of people didn't really know what, what was going on with me. They didn't really have an idea. They just knew, like, I kind of dropped off a little bit, right? And, but, see,
0: like, that happens at our age. T- yeah. See, I've had so many people just drop off, and it's not that. It's yeah. just that, like, they got other interests or they got a real job or they had a family. And they're like, I just don't have the time yeah, to but manage like, skating lot- anymore. So it's just, like... Yeah. You
1: know yeah it's weird it's like a lot of people knew how who i was hanging out with and they were like this is not
0: gonna end well dude so is you know, that that's... what it was for you it was the the crowd you hung out with is how yeah. you got there It was like yeah the crowd
1: you know I, I i hung out with the older guys too yeah like so you know i, I needed somebody to look up to like i said i didn't have a, a dad so it's yeah. like skateboard and like you guys yeah are my family right and it's like you know it's met up with like the wrong people i wouldn't say they're the wrong people it's just they taught me things i didn't i didn't need to know
0: right but now
1: i know them yeah which is helpful yeah now looking back at it right. like you know everyone has their own different experiences and stuff like that mm-hmm. i think my own experiences have helped me in in the long run to understand my my understand myself a little bit better right and understand the people i interact with mm. a lot better at the same yeah. time um especially in a skateboarding aspect too because like a lot of stuff that i've learned over the past eight years right actually came in handy like probably like a month ago some kid up at the park trying to you know not really good at skating they're like still trying to learn tried to drop like just rolling on on a bank ramp just right went down just took the breath out of him. yeah was able to like calm him down and stuff like that I'm like just look at me yeah. eyes look at me
0: just yeah
1: follow me breathe in it, like all this stuff that i've learned over the years like it's come it, it's extremely helpful and right. it all comes from me being a complete mess up most right. of my life yeah. and doing terrible things to get to this place yeah. to where like i'm like this podcast helps me even though i haven't been able to do it mm-hmm. a whole lot right it does help me I, I love sitting down with people yeah like doesn't matter who super like,
0: cool thanks for having me yeah, yeah man
1: absolutely thank you for coming yeah and and even like just it. It's helped my skating because like I still freak out a little bit, but it's not. I'm not snapping a board every two seconds. I'm like, this is a mental thing. This is all me. I'm battling myself. I'm not right. battling the board. I'm battling me. Like, what am I actually like doing? I need S- to figure. Skateboarding's
0: hard though because like, you have these ideas in your head that you want to accomplish, accomplish on your everything. skateboard, <laughs> right? Like how cool would it be if we woke up tomorrow and we had tom asked his skills all right i'm gonna kick yep. flip crook this ledge you know Nolly he'll flip out yeah all right uh want to film it i'll do it 10 times for you yeah you pick the one you like you know what i mean like that guy mastered skateboarding yeah and like a lot of people don't know this he's like you know wife three kids like, stays home a lot of the days with the kids mm-hmm. and then goes skates, like, for a few hours. And yeah. he's still, like, top, top pro. Rips he still rips Like, it. I don't even... I can't even comprehend how he still stays on, like, street league level being out here because he doesn't have anyone on his level to challenge him skating-wise. All those guys, the, the street league guys on that level, like, you, you know what I mean? Like, there's a lot yeah. of rippers. But I'm saying, like, you got, like... The Shane O'Neill and like the the new hungry people below them that they skate with every day out there. Yeah. Paul Rodriguez, like Cater, like there's so many people that all those primitive guys that skate together all the time. You yeah. know what I mean? They're feeding off each other and like Tom had that like when he was younger, like Chris Cole and like the other guys. But like you know they moved away and he's still here and he's just ripping he's
1: still killing it ripping. And I, and I think like i think with tom staying around here too um has definitely helped his skating well i think um, that's what
0: keeps him like it keeps him, him humble him. too yeah
1: like i mean uh i was just skating with him last night actually like he was up at mids and it's just like i was rolling up there and i'm like i just need to skate <laughs> yeah just need to skate and like i mean i see him all the time and it's like you know i'm glad you live around here because like you know kids around here need to need to see like hey not all pros live in california right right you know yeah they have lives and stuff like that but it's also at the same time like i think tom's extremely humble oh, and yeah. you know his friends are like their family to him too so right. it's like you know when you're surrounded by friends like that your friends motivate you, too. Mm-hmm. It, they, some of them might not be as good as you. Some of them might be a little bit better than you or same level Well, that's as the you, other cool thing.
0: Like... Tom seems to not um, – that doesn't matter. Like, yeah. where some skaters will only skate with super good skateboarders that yeah. are on their level, like, Tom doesn't care. It's like no, it's like doesn't. his – oh, this is my homie. You're yeah. skating with me. We're just skating. Yeah. And I'm going to do what I do, which is incredible. <laughs> yeah,
1: which is fucking kill shit right. I mean, all the time. But you got to
0: remember, too, like, a lot of people, like, growing up with Chris Cole – yeah, like he just did off the wall shit. Yeah, every fucking moment he got out of the car, you know what I mean? it's yeah. just like, and you remember at the park? I mean, he'd be like,
1: yeah, all of them, what? the whole Hot Wax crew. would yeah. just show up and it was like,
0: mean, I mean, Chris would come in the the original when the the X Park when it opened like, oh, that yeah. setup that rail, he would just annihilate that handrail.
1: I think it was like small too, but he would still kill it.
0: Yeah, and it then he would really like matter. go to California every weekend. He filmed that zero part where oh, yeah. Trey Flett Wallenberg. <laughs> yeah, and he wasn't supposed to have a full part. And he had the last part. (laughs) Yeah,
1: that's the thing too. Like you know, especially like uh, I think the dudes that come out here, like come out of like the Northeast, like out of Pennsylvania or New Jersey or or anywhere like in this region.
0: There's like an insane amount of talent here. Yeah, that never. Some get seen, but a lot don't.
1: No, Uh, I think it's all work ethic.
0: I think Uh, it's work ethic, and I I think it's that blue collar work ethic. mm. But I also, I think it's that sports thing. Like, yeah. that, I think it's, like, there's the psycho sports people in their family. They're, like, yeah. my team, my team. It's definitely and like, Philly. Yeah. And, <laughs> and it's just, like, that attitude when they go skate. Like, yeah. even if, like, they're never going to be, like, there's, like, no way that they ever want to be sponsored. But they yeah. might be better than, like, half of the pros out there. Yeah, Like Swasco. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Swasco should be pro. Yeah. Should be. Yeah, man.
1: how long have we been at this? Too time? long. <laughs> oh no, I went went on sleep. Oh crap, almost three hours, man.
0: Yeah. Shit, dude. I know. We
1: probably, like, we should probably wrap this up. In a yeah. Damn, we've been going. <laughs> I know. I didn't even look at it. I, I didn't just think lost it was, track I was of time. Like, All right, keep it short and sweet. Keep it short <laughs> sure. and sweet. And, and it was listen, like, yeah. People come in here they're like, yeah. So so, what are we talking about? How long is this gonna be? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't keep I track of everything, man. Like, I I, I like for me like i like organic conversations of course you know because um, i'm glad that kind of went away it was just like kind of the yeah. background scream because it, it didn't distract me at all and yeah. that way like it keeps my mind off that and just conversation I gotcha. for yeah
0: me. well there's just like a lot to talk about there's like oh there's know. always plenty to talk about yeah
1: man. <laughs> i mean listen
0: i've just been skating for a long time so there's a lot to talk about yeah you know
1: i mean you're like me too like you were just looking uh before we even started you were looking at my magazine
0: yeah thing right there yeah as like yeah the skateboard museum book i'd never seen that and i I know most of that stuff there's like that closer magazine mm -hmm. and same old there's like there's so many cool things that are still out like physical uh, copies of things um i still have a subscription to thrasher magazine too yeah
1: i just renewed mine and Actually, Rich um, Van Horn, from, yeah, a uh, dogwood. Dogwood, he, yeah. He had a. He was having a yard sale, and he, sounded like all his old like trans worlds and thrashers. i like, take them. Yeah, I'll take them. Thank you. Yeah. How, how much you want for him. Right. He's like, oh, he's taking. Like, shut up. Here's twenty yeah. bucks or whatever. I don't yeah. know how. Much. <laughs> like, I don't no, know. No, totally. Like, you know, I, I like all. I like all that stuff. I I love skateboarding. Hmm. It's like, it was when I actually have a little bit of extra time yeah I'm, I'm trying to work on I'm, this whole table right it's going to get covered in like skate posters and stuff like that that's cool yeah so i'm yeah it's i mean i have this is my office basically yeah and it's just like it's all skateboarding it's music it's it, it's now, this whatever is really cool you know this I, is, didn't, this I didn't is know my, what to expect
0: but this is really cool hey man you know it you know
1: what i've learned is like Whatever you think you can create, you can get. You can create it. You know, as long as you, as long as you're comfortable with what you have, create with. Create what whatever it is you want. Yeah, Like, make a safe space for yourself. Right, make it what you want. Yeah, and, and this is what this area is. This is oh, what, totally.
0: You know, and it's like there's more skate parks and skate shops than there ever was when oh, I started. There was more skateboarders in some ways, I think, in the '80s around here. But there was literally, like, there was spike skates, there was action wheels, and there was um, the squirts (laughs) skate shop, you know? And then mail order, you know, in the back of the magazine. And there was a few other places. The peddler shop had some boards and and a couple other here and there. And then, like, you know, and then the Sub-Zero and then the failure like that. But, like, skateboarding now, like, even in New Jersey, they're redoing the penn skate park it'll be oh, done in july Sweet. i think american ramp company i think is the one doing it but it's all cement and then i think they have a prefab half pipe but it's all cement it looks really cool it's not bad and uh but it's like we used to have so many skateparks over there in south jersey and now all we have we have camden maple shade um Pensauken, and medford yeah that's it right now yeah and then we've been doing like a diy setup on monday nights with antics over in audubon at the rec center nice. we just bring some benches and rails and stuff and skate and then whoever just shows up we skate
1: yeah we're we're um i'm with uh, like a a group of people we're uh we're trying to get a non-profit up and going yeah to get more parks built like in of course in this area uh especially bucks county of in pennsylvania so it's Trying to get more parks built, trying to get more people in, involved in skating. Right. Not just in the skating aspect, but more as a community aspect. Yeah. it's like I said before, like, my mentors told me, like, this is a community. Like, yeah. if like if you want the community to continue to grow, you have to give back to the community at the same totally. time. So, like, we're trying to get that stuff up off the ground and move it forward and, and you know, build something that we always wanted growing up i mean we didn't have real, like a lot of parks growing up so it's like, right you know, we skated the streets now i'm getting older i don't want to run from cops so it's <laughs> yeah you know and even when i do go out and street skate it's usually like a safe spot so yeah. it's like you know i'm not running from anybody i'm just
0: yeah having
1: totally. a chill chill session that's it
0: yeah and um it's just like there's definitely like a lot of like cool things going on like they just redid um the pop skate park yeah yeah and they the raised money that yeah and um zembo yeah yep and um you know when rich got sick everybody stepped up mm-hmm. you know like academy like everybody like yeah. you know even like academy like we sent money over you know what i mean like and it's like even if not everyone will always be like best friends or whatever i just feel like at the end of the day like you know what i mean like you're a skateboarder i'm a skateboarder we're all skateboarders like everybody like comes together yeah like and we have to support each other right aspect, and i feel like, like when it really comes down to it, we we do our best to support each other you know yeah. what i mean like it's not always going to be on the same page but i just feel like skateboarding is in such a better place in some ways sometimes it's like it's just you know i just feel like there's so many new people skating there's more girls than ever mm-hmm. and uh i mean there was there's always been a couple girls like around here that ripped some yeah. remember summer she killed it and like but there's just like now there's like so many like new young females that are interested in skateboarding yeah. it's so cool and just people with just different backgrounds and different identities and, and whatever like um remember james pataniak yeah dude he's he, I ju- he just got a thunder ad you know and he's pro for their skateboard i mean my gosh dude james has been better than all of us for so freaking long yeah you know up in trenton now he's out and living in the bay area and just murdering skateboarding you know it's just so cool so um yeah my whole thing is just like i'm trying to get people stoked on skateboarding with like camps skate lessons and, and my board brand and uh you know thanks to everyone that's been supporting my brand metropia thanks to the jetty life clothing company that's been supporting me since 2006 aaron's brand um levi brown giving me shoes for new balance keith over at indy and rob washburn throwing me some wheels here and there for bones and uh you know there's like some other companies that have been helping me out here and there too i uh there's like a local supplement company that oh, I buy nice. stuff from and they posted a picture of me and my daughter today oh, D- double woods and uh this is what it looks like um i'll get this up in a second but it's like it's so cool like these other like things that i've um been able to do because of skateboarding and uh so they just like it's stuff that i always buy and use that i think you know for me it works and then if you slide the oh, next yeah. one it's my daughter
1: that's pretty cool
0: man. and they they had a contest and they were like just take a picture of you doing something with like you know showing the supplements i'm like oh <laughs> so i just i sent a video of me like doing a 50 to fakie on my mini ramp yeah and i had like the bottles like right next to it and they were stoked on it that's and pretty they, sweet um, though. actually they have um a few of the people that work at the company skateboard over at fdr and uh, that was really cool. And so, you know, that and um, Dr. Hemp's, hemp oil mm. and um, Schmatty was doing a contest and I wound up winning it. I thought it was a joke because they, <laughs> they, they, they just, they were like, what's your address? And they sent me a shirt. And I was like, sick. And like, and then a week later, like all the stuff came. Uh, like so they sent You really thought it was just a shirt. Right, and I was like, well, thanks. But yeah. I'm like, you know. <laughs> but it's like roll-on like for when you're sore okay so it's like stuff. the roll-on like
1: uh yeah like almost it's like, like cbd it's
0: cbd stuff okay but it's like it's like the roll-on stuff it's like heat it's cold it's um help there they, they was stuff in there for sleeping there's stuff for joints mm-hmm. stuff it was like a lot of stuff yeah it was really cool and like zach doling and a couple other people ride for the company mm. but they they hook it up so it's it's pretty sick so yes, you know i'm just like trying to promote skateboarding wherever i can yeah, you know what man. i mean but especially here in the east yeah. where we grew up you know what i mean so well,
1: i mean continue to do it yeah because you know? i i for me i, th- I think skateboarding is a great outlet um it's i think it's definitely it's a good activity for kids who for me what i needed was a little bit of direction and now it's given me that yeah and i, I think like with with you um, I, I think a lot of kids can look up to you you're very you're very personable yeah like you're like and I know that you want yeah. to be that me- that mentor that kids look up to and like ask questions and stuff right. like that you know even if it's just about skateboarding stuff yeah and
0: like, I, you know I want to be a mentor to whoever I can in the skateboard community but yeah. especially just like some people just don't know where to start with skateboarding yeah. and it's like I ha- to me I have the patience and and I have the drive to like Give you 10 minutes or 20 minutes or an hour of my time like it doesn't bother me mm-hmm. you know what i mean or some people just can't be bothered when they're out on that session like yeah. if so i see somebody struggling real quick like to me taking 10 minutes out of me skating showing somebody how to drop in or do a rock to figgy or do an ollie like you know what i mean like yeah. like andrew gusner right mini ramp street ripper from around here right mm. Apparently, I taught him how to do blunt tafiki. I don't remember doing this, but he always thanks me when he sees me. I mean, the dude can do like on a six foot ramp, like five o corkscrew, like revert. You know what I mean? Like just like, like, yeah. like that. You know what I mean? He's like so gnarly, and he's like, dude, you taught me how to do blunt tafiki. Like right on. <laughs> <laughs> that's so. a good
1: feeling though because people you always remember I like, like Donnie yes.
0: Barley i at a rolling on a ramp like you don't forget those things No,
1: yeah there's certain things that you just don't forget
0: yeah and you, you should you should you know give thanks you know what I mean and not forget like. absolutely so well
1: right on man Ronnie thank you for coming man oh, I for really sure, appreciate dude. this yeah and uh, let me reach you over here uh, we'll have to do this again yeah we really, really, really do so yeah man So that's it, man.
0: Skate on, everyone.
1: All right. All right. Later, everybody.